For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. Always discussing latest trends, newest interesting things, old interesting things, all interesting things related to your health and wellness, related to the natural pharmacy. It's always a great experience for me. Every week I learn things that I'm here with guests on the phone, and I hope that the same is true for you all. You can listen to any of our previously recorded shows by going to www.myvillagegreen.com. And on the right-hand side of the homepage, if you click on the microphone icon, It'll take you to our archive show section. We've got a whole host of great shows there to listen to. Um, Today, we have a guest that I've had on many times, but we're talking about a topic that I think we've probably only covered on the show, or at least I'm not sure about Dana, my co-host, but for myself, maybe just one one or two times, once in depth, uh, which was one of my favorite interviews that I've ever done on the show was with Dr. Zach Bush. And uh, we're going to be picking up some of the interesting work that he did and, you know, talking about it from a a different light with a different expert. And it's just something that people have to know about. It has to do with glyphosate, which people are starting to hear a little bit more about. This is the chemical name of the common pesticide or herbicide. I'm not sure exactly how it's classified uh, as Roundup. Um, I guess it's a herbicide. And, you know, the use of glyphosate and Roundup has exponentially increased since the early 90s. And that was a result of genetically modified foods, organisms, GMOs, that were genetically modified to be able to, plants that were genetically modified to be able to withstand the herbicidal activity of glyphosate. And the Rationale was that if we create these genetically modified organisms that are resistant to it, we can stop using all these other potentially harmful herbicides that we know, you know, many of them have been banned over the years by the EPA because they're carcinogens. Um, And the idea was that we'd actually be able to use way less glyphosate and, you know, Roundup as a result of having the specificity. The bad plants would die and the good plants would live and we could apply it more selectively and use less of that. And the reality is, is that the exact opposite has happened. The amount of glyphosate and Roundup used is just exponentially grown. And the reality is, is that many of the herbs or the the plants that it used to kill, the weeds that was used in, you know, farming are starting to become resistant to it. So they're having to use more and more of it. And in addition, farmers started to discover other applications for glyphosate that had nothing to do really with its herbicidal properties that it was intended to. And the reality is, is that now it is pervasive in the environment. Uh, It does not go away easily. 
meaning it, it will be trace amounts. Even if we stopped using it today, I think Dr. Bush had said something about we'll still find it in the environment 20 years from now. So it's not going anywhere. And it just seems to be permeating every single inch of our food chain. Um, it's discovered now you can find it in rainwater. Um, it is everywhere. And it seems to have some incredibly terrifying impacts on human health and physiology. Dr. Aaron Stokes is the medical director at Megafood and is a registered naturopathic doctor in the state of Colorado. In her role as medical director, Aaron educates on health and wellness topics via webinars, radio shows, articles, and blogs. She is a featured presenter at various conferences, most recently presented at the Women Leading Regenerative Summit. Dr. Stokes received her naturopathic doctor degree from Bastyr University in 2001. Shortly afterwards, she began to pursue her passion for educating others by teaching Western pathology and psychology of healing at Southwest Acupuncture College. Erin combines her experience as a naturopathic doctor with an extensive background in the natural products industry, including several years working in an integrative pharmacy environment. Erin's personal mission is to empower people with the inspiration and tools to change their lives. She lives with her family in beautiful Boulder, Colorado. Dr. Stokes, thank you, as always, for taking the time to be with us this morning. Dr. Tritera, thank you for having me. I'm really looking forward to our discussion on this topic, and you just introduced it so well, so thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, that is a brief introduction from my limited knowledge about this topic. You know, this is a, a topic that you selected for today's show, so I'm sure you have a lot of amazing information to share, and I'm really excited you picked it because there's not many people that have a ton of information and that are keeping up with some of the more recent uh, science that's developing. So really, I mean, the show note, the, the note that I got from my producer was, you know, Aaron's on this week and she wants to talk about glyphosate and gut health. So I just talked about glyphosate in general and what it is, you know, I'd love for you to pick up in this first segment and elaborate on any important aspects of this herbicide that I missed. And then of course, maybe start talking about, its significant impact on human health. Yes, definitely. So it's interesting that glyphosate was actually originally used to decalcify pipes. A lot of people don't know that. And that shows its use as a mineral chelator, which is one of the things that it does. So it then was introduced way back in 1974 as an herbicide, as you mentioned. It inhibits an enzyme, a key enzyme that's needed for plant growth. But its use, use didn't really explode until, as you mentioned, the Roundup Ready crops were introduced mm -hmm. in 1996. So that's kind of the timeline. And since 1996, its use globally has risen almost 15-fold. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people out there know about avoiding GMOs. They want to avoid GMOs, and they want, you know, we've, a lot of people are familiar with the labeling of genetically modified organisms and the non-GMO verified projects and looking for that label and that certification. But many people don't realize that intimate connection that glyphosate has with the, the advent and the rise of the GMO crop system. So as you had mentioned, it, it has gotten into the ground and the drink in, in, in drinking water in some cases. It's used on conventionally grown crops, and it's also used quite widely in public parks and schools throughout the country. Unless your municipality that you live in has some specific restrictions around glyphosate, again, which is 
the main active ingredient in Roundup, chances are that it is being sprayed. And, and I know a lot of people have done some local activism on that part. And that's something I like to add because people go, oh, my gosh, I knew that it was sprayed on conventional crops, but I didn't know it was getting sprayed, you know, maybe in my local park or the, the public school where my kids are going. So its use is, is, is everywhere. And there's also good news because through shows like this and lots of other venues, there's a lot of education around glyphosate. And I think, you know, what happened is, like many things, this seems somewhat like a miracle at first. Oh my gosh, look at this. We can, we can selectively use this, as you said, and, and maybe actually we'll be able to use less over time. But as we both know, as naturopathic doctors, nothing exists in isolation. When, you, when you're actually utilizing something like this in the environment, it gets then, of course, into the soil. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned earlier, it's chelating really important minerals in the soil that would then be going into our food. And it's also, it's a, it's a broad, spectrum herb, broad spectrum herbicide. It's killing beneficial microbes in the soil. Mm-hmm. And we know that the soil, the health of the soil is it's so key to the health of the planet and to the health and nutritive value of all the food that we eat. So we have glyphosate that's getting into the soil, really impacting the microbial health of the soil, which is needed for generations to come for a healthy planet and for healthy agriculture. Then we're also ingesting glyphosate. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. It's been shown in studies to preferentially kill um, some of the beneficial bacteria that we need in our gut and actually even give rise to some of the more pathogenic bacteria. So it really messes up things in our own gastrointestinal tract in our gut. And so you can see it's just it's having this domino effect. And the more that you dig into the literature and the science, it's, it's, a, it's a bit scary. So I think that we really need to to act now, and we need to to do things like choosing USDA organic, choosing non-GMO, mm-hmm. and then most recently, cause, because those will certainly have much, much less glyphosate, but recently a new independent certifying body has arisen that's glyphosate residue free, and that's a big symbol to be able to have it. It, it happened, it's happened more, Kevin, in, a, in the food industry, like the natural food industry started doing glyphosate residue-free. You have to have, it's very strict standards, and you have to have all of your products tested. But then most recently, Megafood became, and our sister brand, A Neat Response, together, became the first supplement lines in the country to have our entire line certified glyphosate residue-free and that's really important to us because we work with farm partners and we have fresh farm foods in our supplements. And so we want to give that assurance to people out there that it's glyphosate residue-free, along with all of those other certifications. And the certification is a way to assure the potency and purity of products, of course, and also to, just to raise some awareness around this issue, which is big. Yeah, it's huge. And you know, people think about food a lot, you know, and they wonder, there's a lot of concepts around good food versus bad food. You know, do I um, go through the fast food drive through or do I fix a well-balanced home meal? Good food, bad food. 
Do I eat the junk food at the office party or do I opt to have something healthy? Good food, bad food. Supplements usually are just thought about as something good. You know, oh, there's something in a bottle. It has a pretty label. It's supposed to have a bunch of things that are good for me. So I'm going to take it and it's going to help me. And generally speaking, supplements are very helpful. But if you don't know what's in it and you don't know what it could be contaminated with, there is a possibility, and we've seen this many times over, where supplements that you're taking, things that you're taking that you think are just good for you actually contain things that are not good for you and can be sources or additional sources of exposure to artificial chemicals, um, pesticide residues, herbicide residues, like you talked about, other contaminants, you know, it's a possibility. So it is nice, you know, and I applaud Megafood for trying to get in front of things and create uh, a standard in the industry for a place people can go to ensure that they're not getting an inadvertent exposure to something that could be harmful. And that, you know, that is, it is really interesting when you start looking at the science and it's difficult to find this information. You know, if you just start trying to research glyphosate and its effects on human health, at least two or three years ago when the issue was starting to really break, it was hard to really find a lot of data on it. You talked about its ability to inhibit this shikimate pathway in bacteria in the soil. So which basically prevents, what is it, the transfer of nutrients to the plants? I mean, do you know how it actually works, Dr. Stokes? Yes, it has to, it impacts the transfer of nutrients to the plants. It also impacts the ability to have key amino acids. I believe right. tryptophan's one of them. That's right. And so it, it just, it inhibits mm-hmm. the ability for the plant to live. And right. then you, you see those duplicative effects because we all know, and I think everyone gets that, that what you put into the environment doesn't just disappear. Well, it's, and so, yeah, it's crazy. And, if, and I think, yeah. yeah. Well, go ahead. We're learning a lot more about the importance of soil health. Yeah, I mean, and the importance of keeping healthy soil for generations to come because we have dramatically changed. Well, first right. we're we're degrading the, the topsoil, and we've changed the nature of that soil. And I think anyone, if you know, appeal to anyone out there that's a gardener, or even if you you are an urban gardener and you have maybe a pot of basil in the summer, or even a little tomato plant, you know how important good soil is. Even if you do pots, you know, you might have even got, went and gotten some really good soil, or some of you may be gardeners, and you put a little, some compost out in your garden. Just think of that in a, in a broad, global level, because glyphosate is not only used in our country, although we are one of the biggest users of glyphosate, it's widely used in Canada as well. And then in Europe, where glyphosate is sprayed, there's a lot more action happening in several European countries around banning its use. Well, yeah, European countries don't limiting. don't allow GMOs, so yes. th- there's going to be a lot yes. less of it used anyway, you know. But it is, you know, the soil. People think about like, you know, what really blew my mind when I interviewed Dr. Bush, who really has dev- devoted like his entire like research career, and he was a, you know, well-respected cancer researcher and everything. And I mean, his whole research body of work in the last however many years has been on glyphosate. It's quite remarkable. 
you know, it's, I'm going to have to listen to your interview with him. Yeah, it was really, it. it was, it, it really, you know, that emoji, like, you know, on your phone where like somebody's head is exploding, you know, like that's basically what I felt like throughout the entire show. You know, it's, um, it's not just about people think of soil health and go, oh, the vitamins and the minerals and the nutrients. And yes, those are depleted, but there's this action that the bacteria and the fungi and things that they transfer to the plants that we depend on, that we get from the plants that actually engage our cell-to-cell communication because that's how these things work. They pass along small organic compounds through the bacteria, through the fungi, into the plant root that helps the plant cells communicate that we then ingest, which then goes into our gut and into our body and transfers the same degree of communication through these very important, what are called reduction and oxidation redox reactions. And so it just, it's so far beyond this typical discussion of vitamins and minerals in our soil and comes down to this completely fundamental principle of the need of these bacteria and fungi in our soil to instill in our body the ability of our cells to properly communicate and the implications that that has on human health and human disease is incredibly broad. So yeah, and it's, it's quite fascinating. So, you know, when we come back from the break, Dr. Stokes, let's pick up the conversation. Maybe talk a little bit more about specifically how it impacts gut health. um, And then we can talk a little bit about, you know, how we can take some practical steps to reduce glyphosate exposure in our daily life besides, you know, choosing a company like Megafood or Innate, which is certified glyphosate-free residue supplements. So this is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we're going to be back right after these words. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally Say no. Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten free, certified vegan, and feature a patent pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Pure Defense with NAC offers a unique blend of hypoallergenic nutrients and herbal extracts designed to support overall immune defense and upper respiratory health. The product features Epicor fermentate, elderberry, and N-acetyl-L-cysteine, nutrients and flavonoids for enhancing first-line immune defense. Pure Defense with NAC can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognosure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognosure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognosure is also easy to 
take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. I'm Mark Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda, the most unique pharmacy in the country. You are unique, and at Village Green, we treat you this way. At Village Green, our passion is personalization and getting the root cause of health conditions. Guidance on foods, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. For over 50 years, customers have depended on advice from our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists. Visit Village Green in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Passero. Thank you all for tuning in. We're here every Sunday from 10 to 11 a.m. talking about, you know, all sorts of interesting stuff. Don't let it overwhelm you. Our bodies are strong. Our bodies are resilient. Every cell in your body, every second is doing its best to try and express health. If you take action to allow your body to express health, your cells can heal, can recover, your body can re-regulate itself 99% of the time. So be hopeful, don't be sad, don't be overwhelmed. Take actions, even if they're little ones every day, and respect the amazing healing power of your body. Most of you don't get to see it like I see it or like Dr. Stokes sees it because I'm in a clinical setting every day, working with people every day who come in and have laundry lists of the most common health conditions that you all out there listening may experience, mood disorders, GIs, problems, insomnia, arthritis, pain, autoimmune conditions, endocrine problems, thyroid issues, you know, fatigue, not feeling well, brain fog, difficulty losing weight. You know, I mean, we can run the gamut of every single system of the body, and I've seen it. And people may have had these conditions for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, living with them as part of their daily life. And when they engage in the proper tools to remove the burdens that their body has, that their cells have to express their natural health, you can see people restore health and vitality in ways that you may have never dreamed possible. And I'm very grateful for the fact that I get to see that every day. And it still completely blows my mind after 15 years of doing this that somebody can have something for 25 years and within three or four weeks it's resolving or has completely resolved. That is the power of your body. That is the power of healing. That is why if you even take small steps on a regular basis to improve how you treat your body, it will make a difference. So be hopeful and um, listen up because we're sharing good information. So Dr. Stokes is my special guest today. Uh, she's the medical director for MegaFood. And all right, and we're talking about glyphosate, which is you know this huge emerging body of research around its concerns. You know, it's uh, there are very well-respected researchers out there that are claiming it is directly connected to the increasing rates of autism. Um, there, Dr. Bush, when he was on my show, also pointed out strong correlations between the increase in neurological disorders that we've seen in the last, uh, you know, 20, 20, 25 years or so since the mid-90s, however long ago that was, and the correlation to the increased and massive amount of um, exponential increased use of glyphosate, as you talked about, Dr. Stokes, 
uh, what is it, 15% or 15 times? 15 times. 15 fold. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. 15 so, fold. And there's actually interactive maps that you can mm-hmm. look at that show glyphosate concentration where it's being applied in different parts of the country. And mm-hmm. the maps are, get darker and darker and shows yep. you how it's increased over time. Yeah. It's, it's, qu- it's quite dramatic. So, I mean, you know, the, the research is still early and we can't, like, have... You know, just because there's a correlation, we don't yet have like all the evidence to nail causation, you know, which is kind of necessary in order to really point a finger at something. But like if you look at the trends that we've seen in, you know, human history in more recent times, the, the evidence and this compelling corollary research that's coming out. the writing's kind of on the wall. You know, you could sort of start to see it with trans fats. You could start to see it with things like BPA. You could start to see it, you know, with all of these different things that are now banned that we've decided, oh, those aren't good for us. You know, it was, there were early scientists, early adopters, 15, 20 years before there was a lot of awareness about it who were saying, no, this correlation is backed in science and this correlation is real and it'll only be a matter of time before we prove causation. And that seems to be exactly the trend that we're seeing with the more recent research on glyphosate. Um, you talked about its ability to disrupt its mechanism of action is to disrupt this shikimate pathway in bacteria, which is necessary for all these different functions. And it was thought to be completely safe. People could say you could drink a gallon of Roundup or a gallon of glyphosate and you'd be fine. You could drink it. It's not going to affect you as a human. Because humans don't have in our cells that same shikimate pathway. But now we realize that our human health and the expression of our cellular health on a daily basis is massively influenced by the bacteria that inhabit our gut. And they are completely disrupted by glyphosate because all of many of the bacteria in our gut have the shikimate pathway, just like the bacteria in the soil. So it created a huge bridge of connection between what's going on. You know, there's research out there also showing, as you talk about gut health, that this chemical not just has this impact on the bacteria, but there are these single cell lining of our gut of enterocytes. There are these, it's a tiny little single cell that lines our entire gut, and that's sort of our gut membrane that prevents permeability, this sort of concept of leaky gut, that intact membrane is supposed to help protect things from getting into the system. And there's been well done in vitro, so test tube-based experiments showing that glyphosate chemical almost instantly starts to degrade that enterocyte single-cell lining. You see massive degradation of the gut barrier with exposure to yeah. glyphosate. And with that yeah. ex- with that degradation of the gut barrier, now you have the opportunity for toxins, um, you know, things we're exposed to, heavy metals, mercury, things that naturally occur and things that are naturally occurring in higher amounts because of the way we produce energy, um, undigested food particles that are these large protein-like uh, compounds start now interfacing with our immune system and triggering inflammatory reactions and they can very much be focused on neuro, you know, they can end up creating a lot of neurological problems. So, I mean, 
the the issue is is huge. And so, Dr. Stokes, I, you wanted to talk about. We talked about like you know, GMO, uh, genetically modified organisms tend to have much higher residues of glyphosate because they're genetically modified, most of them, to withstand the herbicide, right? But yeah, but like. The interesting thing is that glyphosate isn't just used as an herbicide. Farmers have discovered other applications, and some of the highest concentrations of glyphosate found on food are a result of it not being used as an herbicide. Can you explain that? Yes. So the application of glyphosate, we talked about its use as an herbicide, but it's also now used as a desiccant. And a desiccant is basically a drying agent. So one of the things that happens is that when you're about to harvest a crop like wheat or oats, it needs to dry out, which makes a lot of sense, right? Because if it's moist at all, it's going to um, encourage growth of maybe different bacteria. And so it was discovered, oh, if we spray glyphosate on wheat and oats right when we're about to harvest, the crops dry, dry out much faster. And so now on conventionally grown crops, glyphosate's being sprayed right before harvest. And so that's uh, a dismaying fact, to say the least, because wheat and oats are used extensively in this country. And if you think about it, it's found in a lot of breakfast cereals that a lot of kids eat. And so one of the things, and this really takes glyphosate beyond its original use as an herbicide, and it's part of the education of learning more about glyphosate. And I would love to talk some more about some of the specific actions that it has. But another thing that's really important to bring out is that in 2015, so just a few years ago, the World Health Organization listed glyphosate as a probable carcinogen. So bottom line, we know that this, this, and that's, you know, that's the World Health Organization. That's a big body, international body of scientists. And one of the things that we're doing at Megafood is we really want to go beyond glyphosate residue free. That's really important to us. That was step one. All of our supplements certify glyphosate residue free. Again, it's a third party independent certification. And then we're like, okay, well, what else can we do? We will educate, we can educate. And that's what we're doing today, which is my favorite thing. And then beyond that, we felt like it's important to take action. And I know that in your work with your patients and in my work in the world, I would like to encourage people to have actionable things that they can do because otherwise this is overwhelming information. And as you said, there is, there is a lot of hope because the human body has an incredible ability to heal and regenerate. And the planet does too. And the soil does too. I think at this point, we're really going to have to regenerate. I was at a, another um, regenerative summit last week and a lot of the, the discussion was we actually really need to go beyond sustainability. You know, sustainability has been an important topic and um, there's a lot of sustainable farms arising. But we're to the point that we, we, we need to put more back in. We need to regenerate both the planet and ourselves. We need to regenerate, which is, a, is beyond sustainability. Sustainability is maintaining. Regenerating is actually actively doing things like you do when you recommend to your patients to support and improve their health. Um, and so we decided that we wanted to start a petition to the EPA, to the Environmental Protection Agency. And glyphosate is a big topic. So we're not going to start out by saying we're petitioning the EPA to ban glyphosate use across the country. That would be 
you know, noble in many ways, but probably unrealistic to have actionable items happen. We're we're asking the EPA to ban the use of glyphosate as a desiccant, so the rumored drying agent, like we talked about, on oats, period. We just say this is an off-label use. We're asking if you can ban that use and then demonstrating some of the research that's been shown around breakfast cereals. My, My mom in the Midwest. Um, saw it on her local nightly news, actually. I mean, it's really in the news a lot more. She's like, oh, my gosh, texting me. I saw glyphosate and found in, you know, conventional cereals, and mm-hmm. it's a big deal. And so yeah. if you go to our website, if you choose, if you're out there listening, you need, you're like, hey, I'd like to take action around that. That sounds like something I'd like to do. We have last checked, we're close to 40,000 signatures. And if you just go to our website, megafood.com, See some really interesting messaging across the top about nutrition with ambition, and then there's some boxes. It's very easy to find. You barely scroll down, and you're, you, you'll see something that says "Ban Glyphosate." Sign the petition, and you can read it and decide if you want to sign sign it. But I think it's this awareness and action that's going to move the needle. And, and people say to us, "But wait a minute, are there oats in any of your supplements?" And no, they're not. There aren't. And we think this is important issue. We're, we're here, you know, we make premium supplements that support organic and regenerative agriculture for the future. And we think this is an important issue for the future. And so we're taking action. That's great. That action is being taken. You know, um, it is an important issue for sure. And the more awareness, there is a lot more awareness about it. There was a big lawsuit in California recently, correct? Yes. Yeah. There, there was, there a, was. a farmer yes. who sued Monsanto for, you know, I think it was a cancer case, sued Monsanto yeah. because um, about their, you know, inability to release some of the safety data around glyphosate and its carcinogenic properties. I'm not quite sure, you know, what I think he was awarded and then I think it's being challenged. I'm not quite sure where it's all at, but, you know, it got a lot of national publicity just from the standpoint of it being a carcinogen. Forget about, you know, the, the overall impact on on human health patients are coming in all the time you know doctor i'm worried about leaky gut and i have all these different issues you know i mean that we're learning now in the science and research that our gut and the gut microbiome is one of the major things that directs our health you know and so it, it is yeah. it is and you know glyphosate was in this other paper that I was reading about in the toxicology journal, which is where you find a lot of the research on glyphosate, talking about the the title of glyphosate pathways to modern diseases, celiac brewing gluten intolerance. And it starts talking about glyphosate exposure that was in fish, and they found that it reduced the activity of digestive enzymes in the stomach. It changed, like you were alluding to earlier, the mucosal folds in the microvilli structure and actually strongly resembled celiac disease. Mm-hmm. So in connection to what you were talking about earlier, um, they they are proposing a correlation and they you know are saying they have a, a chart right in, in here that shows the rise of glyphosate applied on to wheat, because think about this, you know, it's again it's used as a desiccant and the the rise of celiac disease. And then mm-hmm. They even challenged when people said, well, there's more detection now because there's more awareness. They looked at some blood samples from the 1950s and blood samples from currently, and 
saw, you know, identical, yeah. very similar mounts, but that this the actual architecture, not just the, the gut, you know, microbiome, but also the whole structure of our GI tract that could be getting impacted. And when, when I saw that, I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, you know, kind of like a sort of mind blowing the first time I read this article, because, you know, we both see that, that, um, there's a rise in celiac and there's also a rise in people just like gluten is not working for me. I, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm not overtly celiac, but I can tell you when I have gluten, I have mm-hmm. this symptom, this symptom, this symptom. No, you know, it's a really it's, interesting topic. We're going to have to take a break. I'd love to sure. talk about that because it's, a, it's a, um, huge topic of conversation. And just this morning I was reading, you know, front page of, you know, one of the CNN news sites was, you know, is going gluten free, you know, the trend is, it, is it worth it? You know, and there was all this commentary about gluten free diets and are they better for you? Are they not? Are people doing them when they shouldn't be? And it, it always amuses me when I read these because, you know, they're written by journalists interviewing certain people and like, they're not, they don't see what I see every day. And it's, it's unbelievable. And people ask the question. And I think it's an important question to ask as I'm sitting, sitting there clinically recommending more and more people try avoiding gluten because I'm seeing it cause so many problems. I also have to be asking this question, you know, is this reasonable that I'm recommending this to people? You know, what, why is it that people can't eat this food that humans have been eating for, you know, millennia, like a staple of cultures, a staple of the human diet, why is it all of a sudden being villainized? And, you know, what component am I contributing to that by recommending this for patients? I I better know where I stand at the end of the day and, you know, understand that what I'm doing is actually good work and not just jumping on a bandwagon. So I have a ton of thoughts because obviously, as you can tell, it's something that I think about a lot. When we come back from the break, let's let's talk about it a little bit and um, keep this discussion going. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with The Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm-fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet, our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Zymogen is pleased to announce the arrival of Fit Food, a delicious, high quality functional food that's formulated to support weight management, healthy body composition, glycemic management, cardiovascular and immune health, and more. Each delicious serving of Fit Food contains 21 grams of pure New Zealand sourced bioactive whey protein, 6 grams of fiber immune supporting oat beta glucan, and additional glutamine, glycine, taurine, and MC. Fit Food provides holistic support for today's active body. Learn more at Zymogen.com. Available now through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega-oils. 
The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's NeuroOptimizer comes to the rescue. NeuroOptimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. NeuroOptimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. NeuroOptimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM 1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. I am your host for today, Dr. Kevin Facero. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, having an interesting discussion here with Dr. Aaron Stokes. You know, it's this is why I really enjoy doing the radio show. A lot of times I have these conversations one-on-one with patients sitting in my room, and they're just like, wow, you know, really? I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. So it's really nice to be able to have a platform where I can get this information out and whoever's listening can hear things and I can educate people on a broader scale. And I know you feel the same way, Dr. Stokes, and, you know, having the opportunity to have people tune in and be even interested in hearing my thoughts on these things is, you know, an honor and something that I take very seriously and um, really appreciate everybody's support over the years and um, all the listeners and great feedback that we get. So we've been talking about, you know, glyphosate and its role on all these different things and gut health. And then, you know, it's very interesting in the last segment, we tailed off talking about this increased rate of celiac disease. And as you pointed out, it's been very clear based on what the researchers have shown, just like with other conditions like autism, this has nothing to do with better detection. Um, you know, they can use statistical models to look at, you know, to, to factor in better detection as a way of accounting for increased diagnosis of a condition. And the increased rate of celiac disease that we're seeing is not due to better detection. That's just what the researchers have 100% clearly established. So there is a significant increase in celiac disease emerging. And then we also now, in the last however many years, have this sort of um, uh, different yet kind of parallel condition that's characterized as non uh, celiac gluten sensitivity, where people have some type of inflammatory reaction in their body in response to the gluten protein, but they don't have the autoimmune uh, characteristics of celiac disease. And as a result, you know, it's blossomed and bloomed into this entire industry, this entire sort of, you know, fad, almost like the low carb fad. It's just like everybody's kind of going gluten free. And, um, you know, it, it begs a lot of questions and I see it every day. Gluten-free diet doesn't mean a healthy diet. And that's what no. I alluded to. There's like, lots of gluten-free cakes and cupcakes and yeah. all kinds of gluten-free treats yeah. out there in the and, world. And people can go gluten-free and actually get exposure to bigger problems. Like there's this big issue. I saw patients for a while trending elevated arsenic levels in their blood after transitioning to a gluten-free diet because so many gluten-free diets contain rice flour and oh, Consumer right. Reports came out with a very legitimate sure. study. I think it was like six, five or six years ago, clearly showing that rice products tend to have very high levels of arsenic, particularly when grown in certain regions. So mm-hmm. like, you know, you're getting all this arsenic. You're not getting gluten, but you're getting arsenic exposure. How is that any better? You know, so it's like it's but 
in a clinical setting, I do see that most people have significant reduction in their system-wide and body-wide in inflammation when they avoid certain foods. And this, you know, CNN article that I was reading this morning questioning the validity or the uh, significance of going gluten-free for the general population. It was the first one I've seen where they quoted a study where they actually took healthy people in a population with no celiac disease and put them on a gluten-free diet. And those, all those people significantly reported reduced bloating and GI issues. You know, and the scientist said, well, it's not related to gluten, we don't think. It's related to the fact that if you replace gluten with more vegetables and whole grains, you shift your microflora balance to a better state and have better digestion and therefore reduce symptoms. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it was an... In- well, there, there is something to be said for a shift from carbs to, we know that fresh vegetables and fruit... Yes, absolutely. Wide variety, absolutely. Absolutely. We just doing some education around, yeah. you know, how do you support your microbiome? And people think, right. well, maybe I don't want to eat all these probiotic foods, you know, kefir, yep. kimchi, they're great, but not, not every person is going to want to have sauerkraut every day. Right. Because actually, you know, if you have a lot of fruits and vegetables, you will improve your microbiome. So I think it could be part of that. It could be part uh, of it. What I, they I, didn't do, you know, that I yeah. thought would be useful. I mean, I run, you know, a broad array of immune rea- immune reactivity tests to gluten on every new patient that comes in, you know, and I would say it's you. it's probably a, it's probably gotten to about 70% of patients that, that come in show some type of positive elevation of one of the immunoglobulins in their body to the gluten protein, which then infers that when they eat it, their immune system is creating a in, a response. And the immune yes. system responds to things like that with an inflammatory response. So, you know, there is some clinical validation in seeing reactivity more so than just what they're accounting for. You know, they didn't they didn't bother to do the additional studies that would have made it a better controlled and more informational study. They're just assuming it. That, you know, it's not gluten. It's this. But it's that's a scientist in su- assumption. And, you know, they didn't quote why they actually came to that assumption or how they discredited that gluten was was the factor. Now. That's, you know, my own defense of it. But let's talk about the science behind or how glyphosate in this conversation we've been having might possibly account for this significant rise in in the incidence of celiac disease. And in addition, a significant rise in this parallel condition of non-celiac gluten sensitivity. Do you want to talk about that, Dr. Stokes? Yes. So in this study that I read in this toxicology journal that really opened my eyes to this issue. It was very extensive. And it talked about fish being exposed to glyphosate that develops digestive problems very reminiscent of celiac disease, including the imbalance in gut bacteria that happens. There's an impairment in cytochrome P450 enzymes. And they just are postulating that glyphosate is absolutely playing a role. Mm-hmm. And they even talk about deficiencies in amino acids like tryptophan and tyrosine that are associated with celiac disease also match glyphosate's known depletion of those amino acids. And just those architectural changes that I talked about earlier in our earlier segment in the microvilli and structural structural changes in the GI tract. And I think this is worth investigating further, you know, like you both anecdotally and in my practice in the past, people have reported that Mm -hmm. they feel significantly better when they avoid gluten. And an interesting fact, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've had a few people tell me, different families actually, talk with me about how they then traveled to Europe 
and they just decided, you know what, they're going to go ahead and have that croissant from the boulangerie in France. And they did not develop the same symptoms. Now, this is all anecdotal, but I find it really interesting because these are people that have very specific demonstrable symptoms mm-hmm. on upon consumption of gluten. They say, my stomach literally like bloats out. Like I can visually see I start having, you know, diarrhea. I have these certain these very these very specific symptoms every time I have gluten, like if I accidentally have gluten fed yep. in a meal. Yep. And then I go over to Europe and I have gluten and I, I it's not the same. And mm-hmm. I those kinds of things that I'm just I'm a detective like you are by at heart. And so I have this this science that's talking about glyphosate and impact on the gut, not just the gut microbiome, like we talked about, but the actual gut structure mm-hmm. and the ability of, of it, the ability of glyphosate to inhibit cytochrome P450 enzymes, and then this correlation. It's still correlative, but these scientists, and this is you know this is science. This is not um, these scientists aren't sponsored by anybody. They're they're, you know, not, this isn't like a popular magazine. This is, when you get into it, it's very specific. And they are, they're really postulating that these changes are correlated with the increase in celiac disease that we're seeing. And, and they do mention gluten intolerance as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of interesting things going on. And as you said, there is strong corollary evidence. I think, you know, do people, do we have to wait to causation in order to start to make a change, you know, or, exactly. or, or for you to make a decision? I mean, the reality is, is that there's a lot of research showing that it is a, it is a detrimental, it has a detrimental impact on components of human physiology that we know are critical to optimal health and function of the body. So how far do you have to let it go before you make a decision? Yeah, it might be a little bit inconvenient to avoid those foods. Yes, it's a little bit more expensive to buy organic food, to buy food that's, you know, uh, GMO uh, project, you know, certified that it has no GMOs in it. Um, all of those things are are create more effort. But how far do you how long do you need to wait before you take a positive step in to improving your health? You know, and um the research is incredibly convincing and whether or not it pans out that that's exactly what it was, it seems to be not beneficial for optimal health. And why wouldn't you want to eat something that was grown organically where we know that the phytochemicals in the plants are more abundant in organically grown produce? The, these are the the chemicals in plants that are associated with health benefits. These are the primary chemicals in plants that are associated with health benefits. It's not the vitamins. It's not the minerals. Uh, it's the the phytochemicals are what have shown to be higher in organic food. And these are the things that act as potent antioxidants. These are the things like the compounds in broccoli that upregulate our body's own an, um, detoxification pathways more abundantly than any you know um, other types of things that you could take. They increase the amount of antioxidant production cellularly to a much greater capacity than taking something like vitamin C. You know, these are the the compounds in blueberries and in uh, dark leafy greens, these deep colors that we know are some of the most healing and beneficial chemicals for your body. So why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want a farmer to use a farming practice that ensures the health of the soil so that in 40 or 50 years, when they pass that down to their child or their grandchildren, they can still grow good crops that are nutrient dense, that are healthy. Why wouldn't we want to promote a world like that? You know, and we do, we do. And I think that it's, I think that my message would be, it's not 
it may sound kind of complicated, but it's not so complicated. For example, if you eat oats, I go to the vault area and I see my choices and I, and I'm a working mom. I'm totally get, you know, being cost conscious, but there's the bulk oats that are USDA organic, non-GMO project verified. And then there's the conventional oats and the, the price, especially when you go into like go into the bulk department or you're buying a bunch of broccoli instead of packaged foods. It's not so expensive. The price difference isn't so great. And I, you know, dig in and get my bag. My 12-year-old my happens to really like oatmeal, and you better bet that he's going to have organic oatmeal, like organic bulk oats, because it's, it's, we just need to start making these choices and empowering ourselves. Yeah. Really, I mean, we have the power. I mean, we have the power both yeah. for our health and to make choices that are going to impact the health of the planet. And so we've got the power. The power is in your hands today to go out and make those make new choices. You you can start today, and and instead of you know being hopefully not completely freaked out about this, maybe you go, oh, that's really interesting. I might decide that I'm not going to have gluten for the next couple of weeks, or maybe you wait till after the holidays and you do it in right. the year. Check it out. See well, how you feel. Yeah. Off I mean, gluten, you I, know, buy organic. People don't. I don't think people place their priorities in, in, in the right place. There's plenty of people out there who have no problems going into credit card debt to buy a new flat screen TV yet won't spend an extra couple dollars for something that is grown organically. And that's just priorities. You know, we're, we're a crazy consumer culture where everybody's, you know, next little pop of dopamine and feel good hormone is related to, you know, the text they get on their phone or the next purchase they have. And it's incredibly important to reflect on that this time of year because it's the holiday season and everybody's out there buying and shopping. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It gets absolutely crazy, but people don't think about these issues and don't think about their health because it doesn't create that same a mental or emotional stimulation. It's not until people get really quiet with themselves, which people never do anymore. We never have the opportunity to do to get really quiet and still with yourself to realize where you stand in this world and what actually matters in your life. And the number one thing that's going to matter in your life or one of the top number one things that should matter in your life is your health, because as soon as it goes, you are screwed, you know, and yes. you see people all the time going along until they get sidelined with something with their health. And it doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter any of those things. They would give it all up to restore their health. And sometimes they just can't. So making those little choices and people have, and that's the beauty of it. That's why, you know, Amazon bought Whole Foods. They didn't buy it because, you know, Jeff Bezos loves organic food. He bought it because people are spending and people are spending money on these things. So, you know, You've been we've been driving as consumers a move towards this, and it's important to continue that. I got to take a break. When we come back, let's summarize a bunch of simple steps that you can take to significantly reduce your glyphosate exposure. This is Dr. Kevin Passero with the Essentials of Healthy Living, and we'll be back right after these words. Solgar Number no. Seven can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. Seven actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. Seven is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. Seven help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. Seven says yes. Solgar Number no. Seven. Available at Village Green Apothecary. 
New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic, made with the highest quality standards, uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Pure Defense with NAC offers a unique blend of hypoallergenic nutrients and herbal extracts designed to support overall immune defense and upper respiratory health. The product features Epicor fermentate, elderberry, and N-acetyl-L-cysteine, nutrients and flavonoids for enhancing first-line immune defense. Pure Defense with NAC can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, everybody, to the Essentials of Healthy Living here on AM1500, brought to you by the Village Green Apothecary. Thank you all for tuning in. We've had a great discussion today with Dr. Aaron Stokes around an important topic of glyphosate, gut health, gluten sensitivity, you know, just a whole array of information. Uh, We're about out of time for the show today. Dr. Stokes, did you have any other things that you wanted to mention or summarize when, you know, before we end the show today? Well, thanks for having me to talk about this important topic. And I just wanted to add that there are things that you can do to avoid glyphosate in your food supply um, and that's really choosing organic and non-GMO and mm-hmm. we talked about the glyphosate residue free certification that Megafood has on all of our supplements. So check out our website at megafood.com if you're interested in the petition that we talked about earlier and just learning more. We've got lots of educational blogs and info if you'd like to learn more about this topic. Okay, that's great. Thank you and thank you to Megafood for, you know, um leading the charge and creating a supplement line that is completely glyphosate residue free first one in the industry so you know they've been setting uh, bars when it comes to creating very high quality very pure very clean very effective natural supplements so kudos to them for continuing to drive an excellence of standard in the industry it's very much appreciated from the people that are in the trenches every day trying to help people improve their health. So thank you, Dr. Stokes, for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, Wishing you all the best of health until next time. Take care. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top-quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day at Village 
Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com.